From Audio Boom comes Covert, a new podcast that delves into the murky world of spies, soldiers, and top secret military operations. I'm Jamie Rennell, and together we'll discover the real stories of history's greatest classified missions, told by the operatives, soldiers, and journalists who experienced it firsthand. Follow Covert on Spotify or subscribe now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Two drag queens and a transsexual, Mitzi Felicia and former lay girl Bernadette, board a battered old bus named Priscilla to travel from Sydney across the desert to fulfil a performance engagement in Alice Springs. Mitzi's past has come back to give him an unlikely second chance. Along the way to the Alice, the girls frock up and put on a series of shows unlike anything the locals have seen before. At times it turns nasty, discrimination is apparent, but more often than not they embrace these three strange ladies from the Harbour City. The film upon which the musical is based, namely The Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, is one of the most successful Australian movies of all time. It was released in 1994, a golden period for the industry, with Muriel's Wedding opening the same year, and Strictly Ballroom two years earlier. Writer-director Stephen Elliott penned his first draft of the script in a fortnight, basing it upon real people and a collection of outrageous jokes he'd been storing up for many years. The movie was shot over six weeks for the sum of $2.7 million. It called for almost guerrilla-style filmmaking, where locals were pulled off the streets to be extras, costumes were held together with glue, locations were secured at the last moment, and the cast and crew battled the flies and heat that are synonymous with the desert. Priscilla was an instant success and grossed more than $57 million on its international theatrical release. The potential for the hit film to be adapted as a stage musical may now seem obvious, but it took a UK screenwriter and producer by the name of Alan Scott to set the wheels in motion. He'd long waited to write a stage musical and had been actively searching for the right project. One day he looked at the Priscilla movie again and realised it contained many of the elements of any successful musical, namely big characters, great comedy, a heartwarming central story, conflict, sets and costumes, and the possibility of great music. He teamed up with Michael Hamlin, one of the movie's producers, and a fellow Brit, and negotiated with MGM to obtain the rights to stage the musical. Two years later, in July 2004, they were successful. In January 2006, a staged workshop was held in Melbourne with a company of 10 actors, including the lead, then and now, Tony Sheldon, who plays Bernadette, who was not present at the performance I saw this time around, replaced by David Spencer. On the 7th of October 2006, at Sydney's Lyric Theatre, the $6.4 million musical opened with advanced sales of 50,000 tickets. Then, on Saturday, the 6th of October 2007, it opened at Melbourne's Regent Theatre. And what an overwhelming triumph the show was, and, I'm delighted to be able to say, remains a decade on. Since then, it's conquered Broadway and the West End. In fact, it's been seen in 29 countries and 135 cities. 
It has a cast of 28, with 21 appearing on stage at any one time. That's not to mention the centrepiece, being the fully kitted out bus Priscilla, which was custom built. The musical numbers are a sheer delight. Let me share some of them with you. It's raining men. What's love got to do with it? I say a little prayer. Don't leave me this way. Go west. I love the nightlife. True colours and I will survive. That's only in the first act. After the break, you get to hear Thank God I'm a Country Boy, Shake Your Groove Thing, Pop Music, Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Hot Stuff, MacArthur Park, Boogie Wonderland and The Morning After, among others. The three leads who camp themselves up are superb. I've already mentioned David Spencer filling in for Tony Sheldon as Bernadette. David Harris plays Mitzi and Ewan Doidge is Felicia. Robert Grubb is cast as Bob, the man who has a man crush on lay girls in general and Bernadette in particular. The only other returning cast member from the original season is Lena Cruz, who plays Bob's wife, Cynthia, in effusive style. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the musical has stood the test of time. A decade on and 24 years since the film was released, it continues to be a huge crowd pleaser. The show is colourful, up-tempo and pacey. The humour, often delivered in sharp one-liners, is bold and bawdy. The language, ribald. Its message of tolerance remains just as relevant today, if not more so than it did in the 90s. The staging appears to be more sophisticated than what I recall from a decade ago. Put simply, it looks great. The costumes, more than 500, and headdresses, upwards of 200, are fabulous, and costume changes happen incredibly frequently throughout the show. Another massive feature is the lighting, which serves to amp up the entertainment and enjoyment. Much credit must go to the original director, Simon Phillips, a brilliant man, who's back for more and whose career has been on an upward trajectory for longer than I'd care to remember. He and the cast and crew have clearly given Priscilla their all, and the result is an uplifting night of entertainment that's so much fun. A standing ovation, wolf whistles and cheers greeted the preview performance that I saw, as well it should. You can buy tickets through Ticketmaster or online at PriscillaTheMusical.com. It's playing at the Regent Theatre in Melbourne until April the 29th, before moving to the Capitol Theatre in Sydney on May 15th, and then on to Adelaide and Brisbane. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, the musical, scores a 9 out of 10. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Welcome to Mafia, a new podcast telling stories of America's criminal underworld. Gotti assumed the position of head of the Gambino family. And using the name Donnie Brasco, I was able to infiltrate the uh, Bonanno uh, crime family in New York City. Bugsy Siegel is an American mob legend. One man changed the whole texture and landscape of crime in America. Listen to Mafia every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows.